the Gift Club, I'm joined by Adam Posner from Australia. Adam is a loyalty specialist helping retailers and brands to build thriving loyalty and rewards programs to make them more money from their existing customers. We shall be chatting about loyalty driven by love, what loyalty really means, and the capabilities of data analyzing technology that retailers can use to get to grips with their customer behavior. Adam, really nice to have you with me. How are you? Are you well? Yeah, very well, thank you, down here in Australia. Thanks for inviting me onto your show, Heidi. You're very welcome, Adam. Great to have you. You are the author of the Customer Loyalty and Loyalty Programme Research Study for Love or Money, now in its eighth edition. So Love or Money is a yearly piece of research that you commission on customer loyalty and loyalty programmes in Australia and New Zealand. So as a loyalty practitioner and consultant, Adam, how do you convince an entire nation that loyalty programs can be created on the basis of love. Wow, that is really cutting. That's really cutting to the heart in the question. It's really a great question. I'll take a step back and I think that we've really actually got to understand what loyalty is first and, and, and be realistic in the sense that loyalty actually is not only about love and the heart, but there's also a very transactional <clears throat> behavioral orientation to loyalty. Educating the brands and businesses is, I'm on a mission to get them to understand what loyalty actually is when they interact with their customers in all different settings, retailers, FMCG brands, B2B, doesn't really matter what you interact with. So from our studies, we've now defined loyalty as the intersection of behavior and belief. Now, behavior is the transactional connection you have with the brand. So you buy a lot, you buy often, but it's fundamentally a financial connection. You're, you're transacting. And belief loyalty is the emotional connection to the brand or business. And so that is belief in their purpose and who they are and their products and, and their services and so on. But going deeper to that in our study is we look at trust. We also look at love. Do they love the brand? And fundamentally, as a proof point, would they actually recommend it? So if I said to you, would you put your name on the line to recommend a brand or business? You, you only would if you truly thought that it was going to serve the person you're recommending in a good way. But your reputation is therefore, therefore recommendation is a, is a sense of love. So there it is in summary. Loyalty is both behavior and belief. And the perfect uh, answer that you're looking for is right in the top corner when, you inter when they intersect and you've got both behavior and you've got belief. That sounds like it's very scientific. Yeah, look, <laughs> well, um, if it's data-driven, it's science. But if, it's, if you're looking for that emotional connection, it's not so scientific. So there is a bit of art and there is a bit of science. In fact, it's both. You know, I, I wrote an article not so long ago, you can find it on my website, which is about a psychologist and a data, data analyst walking to a, a pub, and they're talking about loyalty programs and why one is more important than the other. And the psychologist is all about understanding the behaviors and the motivations and all of that sort of human um, behavior psychology. And that's why they're more important. And the data analyst says, no, it's all about understanding how much they spend, how often, what they buy, their propensity to buy, their propensity to leave. So really they're having this strong debate and in the end realize that they're both actually really important. So there's an art and there is a science um, to, to driving loyalty. It's a bit like what's intelligence, isn't it? You know, is it, mm. is it behavior? Is it what you learn or is it, in, you know, innate? But is there, can you, can you say there's a, a definition? I, mean, I agree with you. I don't think there's one uni universal decision. Otherwise we all wouldn't have a job. Um, the whole point is that we're all trying to find our way in loyalty land 
And I, you know, I talk with brands and businesses. And in fact, today, just recently, you know, one brand and I talked to 16 people in their business and I asked them all, what do they think loyalty is? And they all give me slightly different versions with different similar words, but not all the same, hence the human race. But my universal de definition is loyalty is the intersection of behavior and belief, love and money. It's not the same all the time with every brand and every business. Some it goes up, some it goes down. Some categories are just all about them. There's a, only a transactional connection. And some brands, you have an absolute love and that's all, you know, you line up outside for the next release. We won't mention that brand or will we? Apple. So there's certain brands that just, are, people are obsessed. So huge emotional connection. So let's go on to a bit more about data then. What should retailers be doing now, especially in these times, to get under the skin of their customers' emotional behavior? Does loyalty marketing and data-driven technology really work? Okay, good question again. Does it really work? It all depends on the goals and measures of success and how you define what it means when you say, does it really work? Clearly, with the use of data and understanding how much people, what people buy when they buy, and when you offer up a personalized benefit or reward that understands who they are, understands their behaviors, past, maybe their prediction, what they might, then yes, it will motivate a, a, a transaction or an outcome. So it, it does work because you understanding who they are from their behaviors, you're trying to serve up an offer that or a message that's relevant to who they are in their behaviors, such that, oh, they know me. So show me that you know me which is a big part of, of loyalty, which is the whole personal piece. But there are five fundamentals to building what I would call um, a quality program proposition and which data can help. But fundamentally, it's, there's a transactional offer. Then there's an experiential offer. So more than money, show me that you know me more than money and give me experiences with your brand. Then there's a utility or a functional offer. Save me time, make my life easy. And then there's a personal offer and show me that, again, you know me through my data, through tiering, through exclusivity, through ego, whatever it is. And then there's a social connection or a community-based um, offer, bringing me together to belong. So if you can get those five layers together and you, and, you, and you nail them, then you'll have the perfect blend of a program. Now, especially in 2020, and never mind the world and its reality, is people are actually far more anxious and um, I guess more emotional than they've ever been in history, I would suggest. That's just my view. I'm, I haven't been in history, but um, the anxiety around the world and therefore the emotional radar is really up. So brands that really connect emotionally and are sensitive and understand their customers are not just selling and selling and selling, which clearly we need to do because we need to keep businesses thriving. But sensitivity is critical and actually is more about less of selfish and more of selfless. So more of that giving back and trying to support your customer base, but clearly also offering them something to transact with because we need to keep the commerce going. So obviously your love or money piece of research that you do yearly is available for everyone to view. How do they get in touch with Adam sure. so I can read this piece of research? Yeah, so on my website, thepointofloyalty.com.au um, is the site. The study is there under For Love or Money, which is now branded um, study. I have a free executive summary, so they can just download the summary because it's a 91-page report. It's a robust study. It's done independently. Uh, it's com I commission it, and, um, and it's got a robust sample size. So the full study is over 90 pages with hundreds of insights. 
um, and that they can buy. So you get a free, uh, free uh, exec summary, and if they like what they see, then they can purchase the report, um, or they can actually get me to present the report, which is another optional purchase, which I do for brands, which is a one and a half, two hour presentation of all the results, and I go through them and we have discussions and debates. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share the love. As I say, um, you know, loyalty in this time is, and finding out really what it means to your brand business and working through that, that process helps you grow and clear there's something in for your customers. So thanks for letting me share the love. Thanks, Heidi.